Welcome to the Cloud Room Community, conversations with the entrepreneurs, activists, and thinkers of Seattle's most creatively inspired co-working space. I'm Nick Patrie, owner and manager of the podcast room at Cloud Studios. On today's show, I'm talking with April Pride, a cannabis entrepreneur focused on women consumers. I've had the chance to work with April on recording portions of her podcast, How to Do the Pot. It's a great show. Go check it out. And it's obvious she knows how to tell a great story. Today, you'll get to hear part of hers. Today on the Cloud Room Community Podcast, I'm joined by April Pride. April, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Nick. Let's start off by getting your current role or title. I am the co-founder of of Like Minds, which is a marketing channel for cannabis brands to reach women. That's great. Yeah. And uh, you've been in the cannabis space for a while. It is a place where I happily and accidentally found myself in 2015, uh, which is when I started working at the Cloud Room. And it is a space I definitely intend. I'll stay as long as they'll have me, right? That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so tell us something right now you're working on that's really exciting to you and that you're passionate about. So of Like Minds, we launched our first product, and that's a podcast. It's yeah. called How to Do the Pot. Yes, I love audio. My first company, Vanderpop, we launched in January 2016, and I sold it to a Canadian company within a couple of, well, within a year, I sold it to the first Canadian company, Tokyo Smoke, and then by September 2018, Vanderpop was top three brand at Canopy Growth, um, which had purchased it. Um, Canopy is the world's largest cannabis company. Mm. So I wanted to continue to speak to women on both sides of the border, right? I'm American. I never left Seattle, but I traveled to Canada quite frequently okay. over a couple of years. <laughs> and I consider that, you know, there's a community up there of women that I really appreciate and wanted to make sure that they were still receiving correct information when it came to cannabis. So audio was the easiest way to continue um, the conversation. And the podcast is called How to Do the Pot. Uh, we just wrapped up our first season and launched it. Six episodes on topics that are relevant to women um, as it pertains to cannabis. So pregnancy, endometriosis, CBD for pain, equity in the space, actually, building an equitable mm -hmm. industry, and pharmaceuticals. Yeah, it's been great to um, work with you on some of those or be in the studio for your interviews and then to listen to the final product. It's really great how that's all come together. So. Thank you, Nick. And thanks for being such a great part and making it easy part of the whole process. For sure. It's very fun to work with you on that. And um, yeah, it's great to see it kind of launch and, and you got a season two planned as well, right? Season two, we will start working on in a couple of months. Mm. We have some short mini episodes that we're working on and we'll launch in between um, when season two goes live this summer. Yeah. That's great. That's mm -hmm. great. So how to do the pot. How podcast. to do the pot. Yes. That's great. Um, all right. Next question I have for you is a role from your past that still kind of uh, informs what you do today or is a especially memorable um, that you always hang on to? So I have been a solo entrepreneur my almost my entire adult career since I was 28 years old, launched four businesses. Vanderpop was the fourth and the second that I sold. I have learned over the years that I should probably just stick to what I do really well rather than trying to master all of the other hats that you're forced <laughs> to wear sure. as a solo entrepreneur. And with Of Like Minds, I have a business partner, a woman that I went to college with, Ellen Scanlon, and we are yin and yang. <laughs> that is the 
the best way to describe it. And it makes for the best audio product. It makes for um, a comprehensive curriculum in terms of like what we want to make sure women understand about cannabis um, and their well-being. So I am in, I find myself in this place where I just get to do what I'm good at and what I really love um, most days, which That's is great. being creative, essentially. Okay. That is great. Yeah. I was going to ask what, what particularly you like to focus on and that's the piece of it creativity. Yeah. I mean, I was described once as a creative entrepreneur, and I think that that's the only way to describe mm. um, my various roles because I've been in fashion, I've been in um, uh, interior design, and now I find myself in cannabis. And the one thing that was common in all of those is there were products that I was designing and marketing. Mm. So I want to continue to craft products, even if it's an audio product, not a tangible product, um, and the messaging that around that product in terms of like, why is it significant to the consumer, you Mm -hmm. know? And if it's not, it's hard for me to kind of get behind it. So cannabis has been, again, a happy accident. Awesome. And and because it's such a new space sort of in this wide acceptance of it and growing acceptance of it, do you feel like you do have more freedom to kind of flex those creative muscles in that space? Yeah, I'd like to say um, I get to make the rules and break the (laughs) rules at the same time. So yeah, as a creative, when I found out I had a friend who was executive assistant to the CEO at Privateer, which is a large um, private equity company mm. that invested in, well, they now own Leafly and Marley Natural and Good Ship, which also launched out of the cloud room. Right, yeah. Same time Vanderpop did, maybe a little bit before. And she told me that she see that she was seeing all the decks, all the deals. No one was doing anything for women and no one was doing anything that looked good. Mm. You know, there weren't products that put design first. And I was just blown away. I thought for sure, mm-hmm. you know, New York, LA, people would have been all over this because as a creative, I can't imagine a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was something that was fun to just sort of forge forward. There were no rules. Yeah. 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 And it's cool that someone like you is in that space to kind of make some of those rules. And uh, like you said, make it a more equitable space than maybe others may have. Yeah. I. It's a lot of responsibility, but mm-hmm. I definitely take it seriously. Great. Yep. Great. Um, okay, so now on to the Cloud Room portion of the interview. <laughs> I just wanted to get an idea of how long you've been a member at the Cloud Room and what you like about working there. So I became a member in the summer of 2015. I had just had first investment deposited into my account for Vanderpop, and I was given a tour of the desks that I could choose, and Holly pointed mm. to a desk and she said, you can... <laughs> Or no, she pointed to us. She said, "Jody Hall sits there. You might know her." And Jody and I had worked on something together, so I did know her, and I did know that she obviously founded the Good Ship. Uh-huh. So I took the desk right beside her, <laughs> and very quickly we became Cannabis Corner. And her mentorship was—I mean, I don't know what I would have done without her. Um, I say that I think that she launched before she did. She launched about 14 months before Vanderpop, so she already had an idea of how the space was shaping up and um, she had a fully formed brand Mm -hmm. and we were doing things that were different but certainly complementary in terms of our vision Um, and I couldn't have done that anywhere else right and we had events at the cloud room right we had block party events Mm -hmm. that we um, participated in together Um, there were higher ed events that um, the good ship hosted and Vanderpop we would sell our merch Uh, so yeah a lot of very fortuitous opportunities came through the cloud room specifically. 
Um, and now on to plugs. Uh, you can either yeah, talk about the podcast again or anything else you kind of want to make people aware of or where they can find you. So again, the podcast is How to Do the Pot. Um, it's the first product from Of Like Minds, and you can listen to it anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts. Um, as I said, the first six episodes are really where women and weed collide, right? So topics that are relevant to a woman's well-being. And the idea is that cannabis is finally an opportunity for us to take control of our own health, right? Doctors don't really know what to do with this plant. There aren't a lot of doctors at all practicing cannabinoid medicine. So the idea with the podcast is we get to inform women of current research, um, explain to them the pros and cons of different ways of consumption, um, exploring different demographics and why cannabis has its own special good and bad. For instance, we one of our episodes on pharmaceuticals, and we really look at 65 plus population and why cannabis and the opioids that they are prescribed at alarming rates. I mean, 20% of all U.S. citizens over 65 are on at least one opioid. Mm. So I just want to make sure that the information that Ellen and I receive, because we're doing this all day long, Mm -hmm. that we translate it for people so they know why they should care and they know which brands they should support as we're building this industry, right? Vote with your dollars. Cool. Well, thanks for being here, April. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks to April Pride for being on the program. To learn more about her new company, Of Like Minds, head over to olminds.com and make sure to check out her podcast, How to Do the Pot. If you want to learn more about The Cloud Room, go to cloudroomseattle.com. And for information on the podcast studio, go to cloudstudioseattle.com. I'm Nick Patry. Thanks for listening.